0: I show that nobody
1: listening. Ain't nobody listening Ain't nobody listening You're tuned in to Ain't Nobody Listening on the most experimental station in the whole wide nation What's that? What's happening in the background? Alright, sure, why not? Let's play this Okay, that was a weird transition With me in the studio is Khalid al Mahrouqi, who also happens to be my brother-in-law And Khaled is here today to talk about Taekwondo, which by the way, man, ever since like we met and all, we never really sat down and spoke about it properly. First of all, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much.
1: As you're removing your jacket, I feel like we're about to enter a a fight. (laughs) Should be ready <laughs> I'm not ready, I haven't been working out bro, you saw my situation <laughs> Everything's getting deformed oh, It's all good, it's temporary Akbarak, man. Alhamdulillah, all good All good? Going well How are you feeling? Nervous in any way? No, I'm you, good Yeah?
0: Just tired a little bit Are you lying to me right now? I just <laughs> finished my training session all the way I came here Yeah Then I had to wait again for another half an hour doing nothing
1: yeah you're not allowed to speak. <laughs> well, you weren't doing nothing. You spoke to Abdul Hasib and now you made a friend who was uh, in tabletop games, and he made a Taekwondo friend. And apparently, you guys have common coaches or common co- uh, Taekwondo colleagues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. said let's i want to I want to ask you this out of curiosity because we never sat down to speak about it. This is a great opportunity. When did Taekwondo start for you? Who took you there for the first time?
0: Well actually it's uh, it's a bit funny because the person who introduced me to Taekwondo he was supposed to come with me here today mm. but last minute he just <laughs> he got cold feet or oh, I don't know what happened. It's all good. Uh, we used to study in the school mm. same class so he was every day like coming to school and then he will be uh, promoting Taekwondo in his own way. like. I had fun, we did this, we did that. So just one day I decided, you know, I need to try this. So I grabbed my mother. How old were you? I was, uh, it was in 2000. And, it was 2000, yeah. So mm. I think 10. Yeah, I was 10. Okay.
1: Yeah. Not so, that young. Yani. Not
0: that young, yeah. yeah. So I grabbed my mother, we went and uh, we entered the place. And funny thing is that first step, Entering the uh, the gym, people might think that uh, people might think that I'm a bit exaggerating. But the smell, I mean, it, it was it was it was stinky. But for me, that smell, yeah. I felt like I entered my place. You know, there, that's where I belong. From the first time, from the first time, exactly. So uh, I entered. I just signed there. They said, okay, you can come back other day, once you have your full uniform, you can start training. I told them, no, I'm starting right now. So I entered and uh, 22 years later.
1: The rest is history. Right now you run uh, um, a Taekwondo uh, business uh, known as Willpower Academy. Yeah. When did that start?
0: That started in 2014. Actually, it is not a business. To others, it might seem as a business, but to me it is a passion. Okay. Something that I do it for fun, and for my self meditation, you know.
1: Yeah, how how is that? Uh, because what you do there is you teach. Uh, you teach. Uh, is it only kids or kids and adults as well?
0: I teach both kids and adults.
1: Right. How is that a meditation for you?
0: Well, because uh, right now, my di- uh, like I have a very very busy schedule. Like starting from morning, I have. Work and then after work, I'm working on some construction, I'm building my own uh, house. So at the end of the day, I'm usually drained. Mm. I ain't got no power to, to do anything to do <laughs> anything. So once I go there yeah. and I meet the kids and interact and scream and uh, see everyone's energy. So automatically I feel like as if you are charging a battery, you know, mm. and I feel like I'm good to go. So whenever I feel stressed or I feel down or whatever, yeah. always going to class, that is the best solution to recharge me.
1: That is so interesting. Yeah, it
0: is. You should um, try
1: it. He, he, I did actually when I was a kid. Didn't I tell you this? For a few years, I did. and I was, I was uh, pretty decent. I was a very round kid. Um, but I was a very flexible kid. I was very proud of the splits. I would jump up in the air and drop into a split, and I would do that in family gatherings to impress them. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> that was my thing. Just like, huh, oh my God, how does this round kid can do a split? Was, <laughs> <laughs> um, for those who are not too familiar with Taekwondo, what is it? I, I know it's a martial art, but how is it different from other martial arts?
0: Well, uh, the first thing that uh, makes it unique from other combat martial arts Mm. uh, is that it is an Olympic game. So any game in order to qualify to enter Olympics, it needs to be like a safety game. So this is the thing that uh, most people don't understand. They think like if we do taekwondo, then eventually we'll get hurt. We will, you know, they will have all these exaggerations. But uh, the reality, it is actually a safe game. So the main difference is, we most we we u- we focus more in using our legs, you know, mm. in kicks. We yeah. have like this is the sport that has the most uh, different. Kick techniques, uh, leg techniques, and whole so, martial arts. So
1: the the leg to arms ratio is a lot higher with taekwondo. Exactly. You use your legs, I think, seventy percent of the time, if I remember correctly, Some,
0: something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. As opposed to other martial arts where they use their arms a lot more.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and the thing is, our uh, when we do our fighting, our sparring sessions, usually it is a full combat. Like mm. you can see knockouts, knockdowns. So. But again, it is very hard for a person to get knocked out. If, mm. I mean, unless if you are a beginner and you're going to fight with or to spar with someone who is way advanced than you, then uh, that's what happens.
1: I have seen it in front of my eyes as a kid, and I still remember it in my head today. There was, um, I don't know what you call this kick where you spin your body and then with the heel of your feet, you. you, you um, what do yeah, you call that? What do you th- call that?
0: Actually, that is the strongest kick in Taekwondo. What's the name it's of it? It's called Tichagi
1: tit yeah i seen that this guy there was a a, a spar a spar session uh, and i think it was to move on to the next belt it was uh, so uh, the, this guy sparred with someone who was uh, in a higher belt than them and this guy uh, executed the kick so perfectly his heel of uh, the heel of his feet hit his teeth and a couple of teeth just poof, came out in front of all of the We're kids. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> no mouthpiece? No mouthpiece, nothing. I don't think that was intentional. So let's acknowledge that injuries are possible, but they're only possible in these very high-level sparring. I'd say if you Because me as a kid at the time... We would not put ourselves in that kind of situation. We'd wear the full gear and everything to ensure our safety. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know what happened there that day. That that, that memory is ingrained in my mind.
0: <laughs> Actually, there is one of the coaches here mm, yeah. who, before becoming a coach, uh, I mean, we, was, we were training in the same gym. He got kicked. Actually, he kicked someone, mm. uh, the same kick that uh, you were talking about. In, and he had to go to the hospital and they had to remove one of his kidneys. <laughs> yeah. I, until today, we we always bring up this conversation whenever we are with him. How? You know?
1: w- which the kidney? Why kidney?
0: Because uh, he hit him... Uh, because... For taekwondo, when we, in our fighting stance, usually we don't stand straight like boxing or kickboxing. We stand sideways. Mm. So when he hit, uh, the kick came at the side of his belly. And that's where the kidney usually is. And yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, man. But it was all love. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, love doesn't always help you in the hospital, but you know. how does has Taekwondo changed from its origins? First of all, where has it originated from, and how has it changed over time to today? Uh,
0: taekwondo originally started uh, in Korea, mm-hmm. uh, South Korea, and uh, it first started uh, because they had some invasion. I think uh, Japan or something. I'm not hundred percent sure with the uh, with the country who invaded uh, Korea. Mm. So they used to train this in secret, to lift their spirit, and to prepare themselves for combat. Whatever, for combat, for whatever happened. Yeah. And then slightly, it started to become a little bit um, known all over the world. And then it once it entered Olympics, that's when it boomed. Everyone started I mm. uh, have an interest in Taekwondo since it's an Olympic game. Do you
1: remember game. when exactly that was, when it entered the Olympics?
0: Uh, it was in sydney mm. okay I, I i i just can't remember the year exactly or the
1: decade do you have an idea of the decade uh like i'm trying to get a context of how old is this uh, in the olympics you know could we say 60s 70s or later
0: uh, I think I think sixty seventy something like that. Uh, I'm that's, not sure let's that. assume it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the thing is, yeah. um, I, uh, well, in the, in in the past, I was uh, in general in Taekwondo in general. Mm. Back in the days, we used to do it like whenever you go for combat mm. internationally. I mean, uh, we used to have like different uh, referees sitting around the uh, court and everyone will have like a small joystick as if you're playing a video game so whenever any person kicks at least out of four three should uh, press the button in um, in less than two seconds or something so you can get that point Mm. so then this, the last uh, of, I mean, then they changed this uh, technique. They started, uh, they introduced uh, sensors. This was, the last was in Athena, 2014 Olympics.
1: In Athens, yeah. Yes,
0: Athens. And then after that, they started using Olympics. That's when, in my opinion, and... What do you mean
1: sensors? Like, where do they place the sensors?
0: Now you have to wear this uh, body gear, yeah, okay, and you have to wear a headgear, so inside the headgear and the body, there is a sensor, and then in your feet, you will wear like um, like a socks, you know, and it has sensors in it. It's like
1: tag, you know, you know the, um, uh, what's the name of that? Laser
0: tag. tag. (laughs) Yeah, but this one there is an actual contact, you know laser tag, you're not touching it. Yeah, it's a contact (laughs) sensor. Yeah, so that's interesting. So it depends on the weight, depends on the power that you are using to get the point so from there people bought the senses they mastered it that's when taekwondo started going down a little bit because it started to become more as a flexibility uh, game more than a fighting an actual fighting game because nowadays i can just touch you i know how what is the pressure required and Uh what is the power required to get that point? So why would I put myself in jeopardy and enter Mm. in, uh, as they say, a dog fight and I will kick you and you will kick me back and I don't know what. No, nowadays I can just get my points in a very easy way and in a good condition. So after the fight, I'm good as if nothing happened. So you can't just like adjust the sensor to take more pressure, you know? Well, it depends on the weight because there are eight different weight categories. Mm. On each weight, there is... A, a certain uh, power that is required. Mm. So, if you will see, even oh, anyone listening, if they will check in YouTube. Ain't you nobody just, listening, man. <laughs> ain't nobody listening, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, before 2014 and after 2014, you can see the difference. It is. The difference in like the style of fight? In the style of fight, yeah, exactly. Back before 2014, it was just aggressive, you know? Uh, speed, power, and spinning, and all knockouts, just knockdowns, you know? get the person you know?
1: down, basically.
0: Exactly. You just yeah. throw everything that you got on him. Yeah. But nowadays, it became a touching game. And and I, that's
1: not good. People don't like that?
0: I don't like that. I don't know about other people. Yeah. But personally speaking, I don't like that. Because nowadays you're not actually fighting. You know, you're fighting, but you're not fighting. Mm. Back in back in the days when you would fight, you know that there's a chance I might get knocked out. Like there is a very high chance that this would happen. Mm. Nowadays, this thing wouldn't happen. And, uh, and another thing about how it changed here in Oman, mm. to speak uh, personally, back in the days, you know, we had no phones, no social media, no nothing. So... The only time that I can meet my friends and speak about whatever happened to us, like uh, at school or at work or in my weekend, mm. that is that was the time. That was the, the place or the zone where we meet and we start talking and everything. Nowadays, it is not the same because uh, nowadays I will be talking to you through social media or through phone or whatever it is. So... It really, it is really different. Mm. Now, nowadays, you wouldn't see that much people doing it like before. I mean, kids, you will find a lot, but adults, Uh, adults, it is a bit hard.
1: By the way, I checked real quick. So it it entered the Olympics in 1988. So not that long ago. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, So do you do competitive Taekwondo in any way? Yeah, I used to do it. You used to? to? What does that look like?
0: Uh... What do you mean exactly?
1: Like what does a competitive uh, practitioner of Taekwondo do? What are the tournaments? What did you enter? Uh, This world is foreign to me. So excuse my ignorance with asking these questions. I just want to understand. Say if you've been doing it since you're a kid. Yes. um, uh, What
0: competitions do you enter? So first, before getting my black belt, Hmm. I used to enter only competitions which were held in Oman. Okay. And uh, once I got my black belt, that's when... The, actually, your journey in Taekwondo starts once you get your black belt. Because from white belt till black belt, you it's are just tra- you are just learning the techniques, oh, how right. to do the kick prof- uh, properly. Uh, I mean, in like perfection, you know? Yeah. Once you get black belt, everyone assumes that you are perfect in this. That's when you start your journey as a fighter, as a... You, you, whatever, because Take it has sh- people who are uh, focusing in Pumze, which is... Uh, <laughs> 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 now, Pum- Pumze is like... Uh, <laughs> how, can I, how can I explain it? I can't explain I need to show it, you know? So we have Pumze, mm-hmm. a certain uh, set of moves that goes together. Uh, and then you have shows, people who do these crazy uh, uh, breaking woods, uh, mm. flying, uh, gymnastic and all kind of things. Can I, can I just say, whenever I see that, I'm like, show offs <laughs> <laughs> <I> um, mean, <laughs> unt- Until you fall on your head. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I dislocated my shoulder. So oh, no. it is not <laughs> it is not a show. It, it is hard work and yeah, but, but when I w- the
1: reason why I think it's show off is like a lot of these moves are so like um acrobatic. It's yeah. it's it's a show rather than you wouldn't hurt anyone with that, would you? Like like I, no one's face is two meters up in the ceiling, but but in in, in these demonstrations, it is a kind of a show. It's it's it, a it is a yeah. show of skill, a show of um, it's a performance. Exactly, exactly,
0: yeah. it is like even I think uh, there is this uh, taekwondo uh, group that they entered. I think American Got Talent, mm. and they reached really far. They got the gold buzzer, and the, it is amazing. I mean, how I feel they I've seen that? Yeah, yeah I've seen how, that. I mean. Have, have you ever seen any other martial art that went in, in uh, uh, what do you call it, American Got Talent and they reached all the way to the semifinal?
1: Which goes to show that there, there is a beauty in how you perform these uh, movements in Taekwondo. Yeah. It's very impressive to see visually. Exactly. But now the question begs itself, is it an effective tool to use in, uh, in real combat? Let's say Taekwondo versus someone who's Jiu Jitsu. You know, where does taekwondo stand in this?
0: This is a very amateur question, but it's okay. Thank you. You understand understand where I come (laughs) from. You understand where I come from. See, it is not about uh, what discipline that you're doing, whether you're doing jiu-jitsu, karate, taekwondo, whatever it is. It depends on the person himself. Uh Because at the end of the day, each sport has some kind of limitation let's say for that's why they say mma yeah you know a mixture of everything yeah. yeah so like if you will do let's say for example jiu-jitsu mm. they are focusing on grappling and uh, submissions yeah if you do taekwondo they're focusing on um uh, what okay you call it? okay let yeah. me let me change the question okay if you're cap- if you can only use one martial
1: art no mix one martial art uh, and the goal is to win in every MMA competition. No mix. Okay. Which one would you think is the most f- fatal? Or,
0: or? I mean, for sure, I would say taekwondo. That's obvious. But Come on now. But, but, see, but you don't believe that. What I believe, I mean, I, do, I, do, I don't want to say, so, يعني, I don't want, Someone would, and then people might be like, you know, why, why are you, why are you talking about this sport, and you're focusing on this? But the thing is, no, really, uh, I, in in my uh, career hmm. in taekwondo, I did different, uh, a lot, lots of anything that you can think of exists in Oman. I tried it and I did it. Hmm. To me, I believe is boxing is the best for hand using hand. Okay. Taekwondo is good for stepping and using your leg. Mm. Jiu-jitsu is good for uh, like, submissions. Yeah. Wrestling is good for grappling. I see. So those four mm. they are the best things that you can get in order to be So you a didn't complete you, you, you did a great
1: job not answering the question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cuz I mean cuz people always come to me and be like you saw this a kung fu guy he fought with Taekwondo and he won. You saw this Taekwondo guy, he fought with a Jiu-Jitsu guy and he won. It doesn't, that is not the standard. You cannot That's compare. not the point. Exactly. Yeah. It depends on the person himself. How right. well did he prepare himself? Yeah. You know, when it comes to combat or whatever it has to go with that, you know?
1: it's my understanding from being a kid and doing a little bit of taekwondo that the discipline learned in taekwondo transcends beyond just the the martial arts itself or just the physical movement but it it at least the intention with the person who coached me was to figure out how to um, translate this discipline into everyday life, into everyday world. And I remember um, the one of uh, the coaches that was teaching me, telling me that. Um if you learn what we're trying to teach you here, you're less likely to get yourself in situations where you'd need to fight. Actually, you know, because you have more control over your yourself, your anger, your emotions. Yeah. So how did martial arts or Taekwondo specifically benefit you? Do you do you feel like that's true for you as well?
0: Yes. Uh, well, there are many different areas that I feel I benefited from it. That's the reason why I started teaching is because I wanted. To I wanted f- to, for other people to get the same thing that I got from this uh, from doing martial arts, mm-hmm. to be specific, Taekwondo. Like for example, when I started, I used to be overweight. Mm. I was really, <laughs> I was really fat. You really? can't see my eyes. <laughs> I, I really I need to find a picture. I will show you the picture. Don't worry, I have I, it with I, me, I in my wallet. To, I don't have to ask um, Amina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. so yeah, it helped me. I. Um, I lost weight physically. I, w- I felt like I was in shape for the longest time I can remember. I was always uh, fit because of this. Mm. And then other thing is, the, the I mean, discipline also, it is a major role that played in uh, my life, which like, for example, uh, nowadays at work, I always make sure whenever I have an appointment, I'm there on time. You know, all these kind of things, it's this discipline, it's... Uh, it's like uh, it makes it makes it makes you a better person, you know, in right. dealing in day to day life uh, activities. But the main thing that I feel it made a difference in me is that it made me. Uh, I have I have this uh, competitive mentality, you know. Okay. Like for example, when it comes to math, I am not good at math, but I wouldn't accept getting a D or an F, I would always push myself, I would study hard, I would go meet other people, I would meet uh, Hmm. like, uh, take special classes, whatever, just to achieve this goal. And everything goes on with it, with work, with uh, life, with uh, even with marriage.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I hope... It's uh, going the extra mile, uh, it's putting the extra effort and that came from the discipline you learned in Taekwondo.
0: Exactly, and because of that, I managed to have a good, uh, like in school, I had a good result. I entered a good university, Mm. even there, after that work, everything, you know, it's all, it was like uh, a lifetime thing. It's not just you do it now and then that's it. Whoever starts Taekwondo will always talk about it. Even if he did it for three or four months, he will always talk about it because. well
1: here I am also talking about my experience as a kid doing Taekwondo for a couple of years
0: so yeah it is a life thing it is not uh, something that you just do it and then you forget about it
1: so then I could see how it's very important for you then to be able to teach children specifically because children are more malleable you know they can learn these concepts and internalize it much faster and much more deeply than uh, grown-ups
0: exactly because uh, I mean my main like uh, students are the kids. Mm -hmm. Like I have between like an average of 40, a little bit more, a little bit less in a session. Mm. So mostly I focus on kids. Uh, So like if the best thing about this, every day, whenever I go to class and I will have all these students, everyone is trying to show off more than the other. And every day I learn something new from those kids. You would be surprised like? even though, like for example, learning an information, mm. Uh learning about a mistake that I did. Like for example, I might just forget and just throw a, a, a target to one of the kids and then they'll be like, coach, you taught us that uh, we should give is handed. handed to them uh, and you need to bow and I'm like oh yeah. oh wow like these kind of things every day imagine every day I'm learning just something new from those kids they're disciplining you <laughs> exactly exactly I mean it is it is both ways yeah if you are that kind of person that is close-minded I am older so I know everything then nothing would happen yeah. it should be always you should always accept whatever advice whatever information that you get and uh, just to add one more thing, like many people, they have the wrong idea about martial arts. They say, like, whenever I, my kid, he's already a disaster at home. I mean, he is like a, a, a hurricane, you know, everything is upside down at the house. When he goes outside, he fights and everything. Mm. So I'm scared to bring him uh, for taekwondo. He might even learn something and he will start implementing it on other students. So I tell them, that is the. I mean, I mean that that is the biggest mistake you can ever think of. Cause if this this uh, kid, I mean, f- to me personally, I like the crazy ones. You know, mm-hmm. the crazy they are, the best student they become. For me, like in my... Really? Exactly. The crazy they are, that's why I'm telling my wife every day, I'm very happy that my kid is crazy. She's like a little monkey, uh, you know, climbing. And yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm very happy because once they come, they have that energy. They just need someone to direct it in the right way. So our job is... To create the balance, mm-hmm. body, mind, and soul. So, once we do that, that kid will have so much potential, crazy skill, and mm-hmm. he will be something like he will, he, if he will not do anything uh, in this sport, he will make a difference as. In, in the society.
1: Mm, as a human being. As a human being, exactly. Oh, I remember that uh, you, you guys sent me a picture of baby Jenna going to her Taekwondo session for the first time. And then poor thing got her head hit <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, so she, how old is she right now? She is one year and...
0: Uh four four months, five months.
1: She's super young. Yeah. But you also, are, you told me that you also think that she's too young to actually start. When do you think is er- the earliest they can start?
0: For me, I prefer once they enter school, hmm. that's when they can start training Taekwondo because at at, I can't sit with each person and teach him, you need to sit at this, you need to stand still, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that because I have a big number of students and I have... A short period of time. So I prefer they go to school. They know that, okay, now class started. I need to sit. I need to do my homework and everything. Only then they can come. So I can just uh, give them whatever training techniques Mm. and they will understand and they will focus. Except there are some exceptions. Some kids four and a half years old, five years old. Mm. And they are like really i saw kids who are really talented you will tell him something he will do it when you will see at the 11 year old kid got nothing
1: yeah Uh, well we got a special guest up on the line hello 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 hey (laughs) this (laughs) this is amina who's my sister who is khalid's wife and amina were you listening to the conversation
2: Yes, I was.
1: And uh, I remember when you sent me specifically the Jenna video, what were your thoughts when Khaled decided to take Jenna to Taekwondo?
2: Honestly, I was glad because I needed a break.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about your daughter becoming a Taekwondo master at some point in the future?
2: Well, I would love that. I'm sure Khaled would love that.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I would love that uh, would as love her uncle.
2: After listening to all he said about how Taekwondo directed him and disciplined him, and I've seen it, Yani. Mm. I've uh, witnessed it and experienced it firsthand. So I feel like I would love my kids to do that as well and to have that as well.
0: Even if you don't know want, they will go. It's, it's <laughs> not okay. up to debate. I mean, <laughs> all of them, they have to go all the way till they get the black belt. Mm. Only then they can do whatever they want to do <laughs> after <laughs> they get the black belt this is like black <laughs> predetermined family rules huh? that is a must if you want to stay in my house
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't have to do that as well
0: yeah does Amina have to do that uh, well she, I mean w- once her kids will start doing this professionally mm. automatically she will become the master
1: yeah. yeah so I guess you don't have to I mean, you're, you're off the hook
2: Alhamdulillah
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, so Does does Khalid talk about Taekwondo a lot at home Or does he chill on that? He talks about
2: it all the time
1: Are you serious? Yes <laughs> And are you into it? Or are you like, hi, hey, we go again It's like me talking about crypto People just get sick about of it, you know
2: I mean, I listen I won't say I listen to everything But I listen to some of it <laughs> I mean, I know some kicks. Allah. Allah. And Pumze.
1: Uh, don't say bad words on air.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I listened to some of it. I would say I remember everything, but yeah, he talks about it all the time. It makes sense. I know all his kids, who are the kids in his class? I know what he teaches in a day, so yeah, he talks about taekwondo all the time.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You need to, you need a place to get it out, yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, do you? I know we we covered a lot of things, and you li- you hear this all the time. So I don't know. Do you have a question you want to ask him while we're on air? Because I I bet you heard everything already. But yeah,
2: I've heard everything, <laughs> and I tried helping him out and saying like uh, that taekwondo entered the Olympics in 1988. But then you answered that.
1: Yeah, I googled it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I said googled it, and my phone decided to go bloop.
2: <laughs>
1: so you got and no I have questions? I question,
2: but what I want to say is hmm. that I'm very proud of you, Khalid, and I'm very proud of all that you have achieved for yourself and for us and for baby Zayn and baby Jenna. And your family loves you. <laughs>
1: Aww, we're, you. We're, we're doing the, the heart hand signal right now. You, you are doing see it, not me. You did it. I saw you. You did it and you like, oh no. And then you put your hands back down. <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much for calling.
2: Yes, thanks for having me. Bye. Enjoy
1: the rest Bye. of your evening. Bye. Bye. So we'll go on a quick break, Harad. And then we'll be back. And um, I did something special for you. Let's go. You see, the music we are playing earlier, it's very... it's uh, uh, hotel? No, <laughs> You're offending me and all the other people who like it. But because I knew you were coming in, and I know how much of a fan you are of Afrobeats, I thought I had to make a special list just for Khalid. So up next, we got some Davido.
2: Oman FM,
1: are you ready for more on the Nation station? 90.4 You're listening to Ain't Nobody Listening on the most experimental station in the whole wide nation. I'm your host, Abdullah Al-Ma'wali, with you until 9pm. And this evening, we've had a couple of guests. The first one was Abdul Hasib, who runs this uh, in community for tabletop games. And now we have uh, Khalid al mahruki who uh, runs uh, Willpower Academy a Taekwondo Academy here in the Sultanate. He's also my brother-in-law, full disclosure. And this is the first time we're actually talking deeply about uh, your taekwondo journey yeah so i want to go back and talk a little bit more about your training about uh, you know what are some of the things that you had to go through to get to where you are today
0: uh well i told you when i started i used to be a little bit overweight mm. so my head coach whenever he looked at me he felt like this guy wouldn't continue you know just A few months And then he will leave Like everyone else Mm. Well Guess what Everyone left (laughs) Everyone left Except me You know One man with the willpower Ah, Exactly (laughs) So yeah I mean The first The first real Real experience That I went through With Taekwondo Is When we went For a training camp In 2008 Mm. We went to Korea It was for 39 days And
1: 2008, you must have been 18 years old at the time Yes,
0: I just graduated from high school Yeah, And that was really one of the life-changing experiences that I went through Mm. Because we went to Korea, we had this training camp So basically basically what we do, we wake up morning at 8 or something Mm. We go out, we train for 2 hours We go back, we have some breakfast, we sleep Wake up again. Another training session for two hours. You go back, you rest. Again, another training session. So we used to train like uh, five to six hours per day. (sighs) From uh, three times a week to three times a day. Three times a day? Three times a day. Like how many hours per time? Uh, First session, because it was just cardio and running. So we will do it for one hour and a half. Second session, it is two hours third session it is two hours two hours and a half depending on the type of training yo so it was like i mean it was it was crazy so we trained for 39 days plus no one there can speak the language mm. the food was just i i don't understand how it was odd to you how people eat this kind of food you well, know I, I like kimchi okay well it was bad (laughs) for me it was very bad so so first two weeks because usually your body needs at least two weeks to adopt to any new um, technique whatever it is so the first two weeks we were like literally we were like punching bags okay Uh, all the students or the all the korean students in the camp they would fight just to choose one of us Omanis so that they can train with so then they can kick us you know and for two weeks like going up the stairs, we couldn't. <laughs> we had to grab the uh the, the rails.: Yeah, the rails, and uh, someone will push you or the coach will be pushing you <laughs> on the ba- it was it was really, really bad, you know. Oof. but after two weeks, once everything we our body got uh adjusted to the new training system, that's when things started to go as what we want, you know, mm. that's when they started like avoiding training with us and um, see. after 39 days i came back and for the first time in my life i felt i was at 100% cardio i can't go more than that what does
1: what does it mean what, like what how n-
0: like i can run from here until maabela since it's your favorite place <laughs> and i wouldn't feel anything you know this is this is how fit i felt you know wow I, and and my body there was like no fat just pure muscle like it was lean 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 it was crazy man mm-hmm. and then from there uh we went to we enter a couple of competitions and uh, we did good one i got silver the other i got gold mm. and then they created this uh national team they did uh, because uh, i mean i would like to uh do a shout out to my master master Harb He worked very hard since the nineties to promote Taekwondo. And he worked very hard to start this uh, Taekwondo committee. Okay. So he did that. They did the national team. That's the Oman Taekwondo committee. Oman Taekwondo committee. We, he did the national team. He was the head coach and me and uh, two other of my colleagues, we were together. We were training for three months, every day, two times. So like morning, Mm. Once the sun, before the sunrise, I mean, after Salat al-Fajr, yeah. we go to the beach, we run, we train, eight, college, we go back straight away to Sultan Qaboos complex. We'll have another two and a half hour session, going back home at eight, I'm, I'm dead, you know? Yeah. This is how I used to do it for three months. Then we entered this competition in Thailand. I got uh, fourth and mm. uh, the others, they did really good. So... It was like, you know, we were really excited because we started this, the uh, the memento, you know, mm. we were going in track. And then after a couple of months, I was really shocked because more than one person called me and they were like, yo, I thought you were going for a competition. I told them what kind of, what, I mean, training camp. I told them what training camp. They said, we saw in the newspaper, national team, they are going for the training camp. Aren't you in the national team? I told them, yeah, I am in the national team. So then I was confused. I started asking my coach and my students. Then we realized that we were just side benched. They, oh. they brought new players. They went for the training camp. They came back. Everyone in Oman was very, you know, pissed somehow. So they entered the Oman competition. And from 10 students, no one is there. They all, they, everyone had a bad intention. Like we will show them that we deserve to be there. I see. So after the competition, they all disappeared. Yeah, so... No, that's not good. And, and, and that's when uh, it was an up and down journey because one day we'll go on the national team. Yeah. One day we'll go with our own budget. Yeah. And it is crazy expensive to go for these competitions. To imagine you have to buy <sighs> ticket, accommodation, entrance fee, training camp. So
1: I <laughs> back then I didn't work. Yeah. I can imagine. And,
0: and I don't know if I can say this online, but on, on, air. on, on air, I mean...
1: Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody bro. listening. Yeah.
0: I didn't get paid for one month oh. for that training camp. I used to get only two rials for five hours oh, per man. day. One month I didn't get my money, so ain't nobody listening. Uh, has things gotten better? Uh, it got better somehow, but I feel it can get even better.
1: Okay, How?
0: How, like, for first of all, just this to give you an information yeah. usually, everyone in general they say the age of taekwondo player mm-hmm. is between 18 to 28 years old. That's it, that uh, I mean, there like, like are, prime, there are prime. yes, prime. There are exceptions, others go up to 30, 30 something, all right. But from 18 to 28, that's where everyone is on their prime. Like, if you see the last Olympic Games. Most of the people who got gold medal, Mm -hmm. they are 19 years old, 20 years old, you know, 17 It is is just crazy. You wouldn't believe like Very young. And they achieved Olympic medal, which is the most valuable medal that any uh, player would uh, wish for. Yeah. So uh, what's happened is nowadays we have a very strong youth uh, players youngsters, hmm. they are very strong. I mean, I remember I had one exhibition in uh, Oman uh, Nadi Oman Siyarath?
1: Oh, the Oman Automobile Association. Automobile Association.
0: Yeah. So, I brought four students. I had to bring four tables, the folding table, just so everyone would present all his medals and his accomplishment <laughs> this is how crazy it is and the funny thing is yeah. their parents they had to pay from their pocket if you will ask any of those parents how much you spent, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even want to start talking about it because it goes thousands maybe not less than eight ten thousand it is crazy the amount that they pay for their student, for their kids just to do this and even though they're not and they're winning medals And they are winning. And it's not medals in Oman. It is international medals. In Oman, before, it was not allowed for kids to compete. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But there is one one of the kids, he has medals in Korea, in Thailand, in London, in uh, Manchester, you know, and the list goes on and goes on. So why don't we focus on those? Because now the i mean nothing i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about the current national players mm-hmm. they're doing good actually one of them just uh, got a gold medal i think first gold oh. medal in a g1 g1 oh. is considered to be grade 1 competition mm-hmm. and uh, shout out to him yeah. but he i mean those maybe th- 3 or 4 or 5 of them they are right now at the late 20s mm-hmm. why don't we focus on those the upcoming Uh, youngsters who are uh, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old who already I mean who are ready for competition. They just need that budget, someone to spend money and to take them out in competitions and to bring yeah. gold medal for so Oman. Wh-
1: who's in charge of making these decisions? Is this, is it the Oman uh, Taekwondo Committee?
0: Yes, they are the ones who are in charge in doing this.
1: Uh, so they're in charge of also uh, deciding who gets funded, who gets sent over to competitions uh, and all of that?
0: Yes, and again, it is a little bit confusing even for me because I remember we did a qualification, mm. okay? Whoever wins, he will be in the national team. So we did the qualification, I entered, Mm. I won, I got the first place. And then I hear that national team are going for competition and my weight category, there is someone else. So I was confused. How does it work? So no one had the clear answer to tell me like, how does it work? But the thing is, they have the whole decision to choose who goes where what to go and what to happen you know
1: they have the full authority to they do they have it. the
0: full authority to do this
1: so what i'm hearing is uh, you, at least your primary um, concern here is them putting a lot of focus on older players that are almost past their prime yes rather than putting more focus on the much younger players who have not entered their prime just yet
0: exactly and they and it is just a matter of time until they achieve that cause some of the students they entered in this in, in UAE usually in february january they have this big competition it is g2 g2 mm-hmm. is even stronger than g1 okay they entered and they played with international players all over the world and they managed to get gold medals silver medals mm-hmm. so why don't we give them the chance to focus on them and to give them a proper training camp mm-hmm. and to let them compete i mean since now i mean they are already their parents are paying from their pocket. Yeah. So if they will hear that, okay, the national team or the uh, committee, they will provide for you the tickets and accommodation, let's say. Yeah. He would be like, "Oh, this is fifty percent of my budget is lifted, so I wouldn't mind. I will pay that, mm-hmm. you know." And I understand because it is a committee; the budget is not that much. Mm-hmm. But still, why don't we focus on them?
1: Uh, do you do you know who, uh, the committee falls under who or what? Or what other entity is it? A privately run entity, or is it part of a public? Uh, is it a public entity?
0: It is. It is under the. Uh, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the ministry of, uh, ministry of Sports. I see. Okay. Yeah. Ministry and Youth. I, I don't know the yeah. new name. So it falls under the Ministry of Sports Committee. They have, they have, like, it's not like they are under a different committee, you know? Mm. Just under the, so the Ministry, the committee comes. Okay. So then what can the committee
1: do today? in order to fix some of these problems that you're talking about?
0: What I think, what they can do is, they can invite, like, today, if I was, let me speak personally, Mm because we don't want to go anywhere, like, we don't want to start anything uh, crazy. No,
1: I'm, can I just say, Khaled, the way you're talking about this right now shows me that you really care. It's not criticism for the sake of criticism, but it's criticism for the sake of wanting something better. Exactly, and, and that to me is like, I love that. So let's talk about it. So
0: let's say, for example, I am in the committee. What I would do is I would send an invite to all the academies in Oman. You know that the number of Akamed academies in Oman has doubled, even more than doubled. They are almost 20, 22 that we are aware oh, wow. of. There are even more that we don't know. So uh, I send invites to them bring me your best students, young students, you know, mm-hmm. let them come to the national team. Because but, the national th- this team- This is if
1: you were in the committee. If I was in the committee. Because okay, okay. there
0: is a place in, uh, in Nadil Amal, mm-hmm. over there, they have their own special taekwondo uh, club that mm. they, uh, they, they are focused in the national team, with the national team coach. Mm-hmm. So over there, let them come, at least let them train. You know, so I will be training with uh, this the best student of this club of this club. You know, mm-hmm. I will gain experience and at the same time I will grow. So whenever there is any competition, I already know who mm. yeah, who, who to choose or who to take to the competition. Right. So this is at least this is a beginning. It's, you know,
1: it's kind of like democratizing the process. Exactly.
0: You don't need to pay anything. You just yeah. invite them. I'm sure hundred percent everyone will come. Um, I want to say this on air
1: that if anyone from the Oman Taekwondo committee is listening, I would love to actually have a conversation with you because I don't think any of this is malicious we all want what's best for uh, the youth here, particularly when it comes to Taekwondo and all the all the other stuff, but in our case we're talking about Taekwondo if you ha- want to have a conversation reach out to us on the easiest way I would say is to go to our Instagram at omanfm.om just DM us, tell us that you're from the committee and we'll invite you over we can talk about it in a very civil way and figure out okay where are we what are the problems and then how can we make it better
0: right exactly yeah, yeah. Well, well well, I again i don't want to enter there because you know what we did mm. uh, all the coaches of all the gyms in oman they said okay now it's been almost two years there was no competition nothing happened in oman so why should we wait let's Start this thing. Let's do it by our own self. We don't need anyone to help us. You, you start
1: what you mean?
0: Like, for example, we created a group. Mm. Every gym, every academy, the head coach is in this gym. I see. We did a meeting. We decided to do a competition in Oman in March. Very cool. This yes. March. Yes. Oh. And everyone is helping each other. Like there is no fee. Like I'm not getting paid. Mm. To help organize. I'm just doing it because I want to do it. I want my students and my and other students to benefit from this. Yeah So we decided to do this and then another thing is because as I told you, there is this competition happening in Fujiira in, um, in what you call it in next month. Okay. So um, so we will start doing training camp every day. We'll go to a different gym. Today we'll go to this gym in Gobra, today mm-hmm. we'll go to this gym in Mabela, you know, just to learn from each Ma'abila. other. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to talk about here. Unfortunately, the time wouldn't allow us to get into all of that. But uh, I, I want to point people to your page, which is at uh, will.power.academy on Instagram. Yeah, I'd say it's a great place to send your kids over to learn some discipline, to learn how, you know, how to manage themselves. I'm so happy that my niece is going, your daughter, <laughs> and hopefully uh, my nephew, who is like, uh, how old is he?
0: He's Three a, months, four months?
1: Almost three months inshallah one day he'll follow suit as well is there anything you'd like to add before we end this session
0: yes because before starting this session i i'm sorry to say this but mm. i noticed that you gained weight oh yeah i definitely did and uh, i got
1: a nice little thing going on right now exactly so yeah. now You're jealous i
0: was thinking like you know why don't i Mm. give you an offer. In fact, (laughs) I will give, (laughs) I will give an offer just not for you, for anyone who's listening to anybody listening. Plug, plug. Okay, go ahead. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Anyone who is 15 years old and above can come and say that I came from from listening this show, ain't nobody listening. Anyone
1: who's fifteen and above, fifteen and above, can can join. Can join in Willpower Academy
0: and get fifty percent
1: off. Fifty percent off, yes. By saying that
0: uh, the the code is ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs> and the other thing is, uh, uh, and and for you, uh, do I get seventy percent because of my? Uh, you'll know. get one hundred percent off, <laughs> just in one condition. Uh. You bring someone with you. So, so, okay, fair, yeah, that's fair, exactly. Okay, is it open to males and females? Yes, it's both males and females. Okay, yeah, and and uh, <laughs> and I'm sure 100% many people think like taekwondo is about screaming and kicking and all these kind of things, yeah, but it is mostly about fitness, yeah. the, the fit, the fitness that we, that we do is crazy. We just started this training camp with the kids hmm. and one hour they are dead you know so yeah it is uh, fitness uh, flexibility stretching all these fall under the umbrella of taekwondo so
1: yeah. you know I'll, I'll give it a shot man for real yeah, but the thing is it's my issue is not finding what workout to do my issue is finding time but um, you know when I work out it's usually in the gym with weights but when I start and I intend to for sure it's just a matter of clearing up my schedule I want to add another activity I've I've thought about this a while like weights get repetitive after a while I thought about kickboxing but here you are offering me 100% so why not and, and, <laughs> and
0: one more thing in our gym ain't nobody seeing so you can do you can fall you can you know no one's seeing you just do you you just do you you know mm.
1: Khaled Mahrouqi, thank you so much for joining us this evening.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you very much for the for being invited.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have a lovely evening. Bye. I that. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody
0: listening. Ain't
2: nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs>